Real Estate Coaching Radio, America's number one trusted resource for realtors who demand authentic, real-time coaching. Starring award-winning real estate coaches Tim and Julie Harris. Get ready for unfiltered, full-strength honesty about what is truly working to get you into action and make you money in this new real estate boom. Now to our hosts, Tim and Julie Harris. We're joined today by team leader and division president, Ryan Herget from High Garden Realty in Indianapolis. Ryan started in real estate 15 years ago with new home sales. His passion for driving race cars needed a financial outlet that would also give him the freedom to keep pursuing his dream. After 10 years of working harder, not smarter, Ryan almost gave up real estate entirely. When the opportunity to help develop and train a team of agents came along, he took it and fell in love with real estate again. Now, as a one-on-one coaching client with Tim and Julie Harris, he's finding a whole new level of success. When he's not working, he loves skydiving, riding motorcycles, and spending time with his son. Now, let's welcome Ryan to the call as we join our host, Tim Harris. I didn't realize I was interviewing G.I. Joe today. Holy tamale, it makes my life seem boring. <laughs> hey, Ryan, you got to mix it up for... a little bit. Exactly. Thanks for the uh, being my co-host today. Uh, thank you for being a wonderful coaching client, um, and thank you for being uh, part of the contingent in High Garden that's helped us to help so many of you guys uh, turn the corner on your real estate businesses. And you know, I really appreciate you being willing to uh, share all of your secrets and expose yourself to 100,000 agents today. So uh, again, thanks to your time. I appreciate it. Well, Tim, I can't thank you enough. I mean, uh, just our uh, our association with uh, with your company has absolutely uh, revolutionized our business and helped us see it in a whole new light. So I really appreciate uh, the opportunity to be on with you today. And um, again, thank you for everything. Let's thank you, and let's you and I make a commitment that for the next 30 minutes, we're going to really drill down and give all of our listeners some very practical uh, information, things that will like what I'd like to really pull out of you, if you're willing, is uh, your sort of before and after. This isn't, and listeners, this isn't going to be a coaching commercial. What I want you to hear is that well, I originally spoke with Ryan personally. It wasn't that long ago, last year, I think. And he was mired in a lot of the sort of things that are very popular, trendy, even faddish right now in the real estate space, mostly around buying buyer leads and things of that nature. But he knew he wanted to turn a corner. And he was a little hesitant at first. He was one of these guys that wanted to sort of I mean, you tell your own story. I mean, go back to that original call uh, and, and kind of walk us through sort of the miraculous. And, and listeners, we're going to tell you about his difference in his production in a second because you simply won't believe it. <laughs> but t- talk about, like, the before and after. Like, wh- what was the epiphany? What was the turning point for you? Well, you know, I mean, I had been in this business for 10-plus years, and, uh, you know, it, it had always gone well. I'd had, uh, you know, a lot of good success, sold a lot of homes, but never, you know, had a system in place, never was able to duplicate any of my efforts. And, uh, you know, I just, man, it, it was just, it was so much work. And, you know, as everybody knows that, you know, been in this business for a little while, I mean, you know, so many people get in it with the idea, you know, I'm going to have a flexible schedule, but if you want to perform at a high level, it really takes a substantial commitment of time to do that to meet your client's needs. And, you know, I just got tired of that. I was burnout. And, you know, even, you know, as recently as last summer, 
it was, you know, I'd, I'd done coaching before and just never got anything out of it. Uh, just felt as though people were trying to put me into a box and uh, just kind of kept doing the same traditional stuff that everybody was doing. And, you know, we're getting good results, but it just, you know, I, I was I, honestly, I was about ready to just take a, take a dive and move on to something else. And, and it wasn't until, you know, you and I had a conversation that really started to shift my mindset to a degree that, wow, you know what, there is a way to build a business here. There is a way to take this, uh, you know, take something I I enjoy doing and do it at a different level and do it with a different mindset to, you know, really transform how we've grown our business and, you know, really in particularly the last 90 days. Well, so let's give them a before. In 15, you had a great year. I mean, by all stretches of the imagination, by all measurements, you had a great year, 68 closed transactions and nearly 17 million in volume. That doesn't, you know, and you're in Indianapolis, Indiana. That's that's a lot of units. And now, and so far this year, if I'm reading this correctly, you've already closed 23 units and you have another 21 pending. So basically, you're going to do virtually everything you did last year in the first 90 days of this year, and that's going to equate to about 10 million. So you should do hypothetically, if you stay on course, you should do well over 20 million this year, right? That was our goal going into the year. Yeah, when um, I sat down with our team and we looked at all of our individual all of our individual goals and what we wanted to accomplish this year, you know, that really put us and, you know, I've never broken that $20 million mark, uh, you know, throughout my career. And that's, that, that was really our goal was we want to just break that threshold. For me, it's just a number. It's kind of that, uh, you know, that ceiling that I've never busted through. And, you know, I've, I've watched so many agents in our market do that and uh, just kind of wondered what was missing. And, uh, and, you know, for me, that was just, a ceiling I wanted to bust through this year and, uh, you know, knock on wood, we've, uh, we've been very, very fortunate through, uh, you know, weekly coaching. I mean, it's just, it's absolutely helped me see this business from a different perspective and how to work with my team and develop people versus just trying to get everybody to do the same thing that I always do. And, uh, and, and that's really, really shifted. We've got some amazing people on our team right now that are, you know, working within our company's model that are using it to, you know, really help grow their business as well. And, uh, it's it's it, it's been an amazing start to the year. I mean, we just uh, you know things continue to click, and we're very thankful for that. Well, so you mentioned uh, a change in thinking twice now. So be specific. Let's break it down. What would be the three biggest things, or if you have more, that would be great. That have changed in the way you think and the way you approach your business, uh, and just like let's say the last 120 days, because obviously you've had some massive. Um, changes to your thinking and your approach to your business. So what would you consolidate down to maybe three to five points? I'd say number one, it's it's just the accountability, you know, being accountable to ourselves and what we say we want to do, you know, taking a look at, at what our numbers are, what our profit margin is, and, you know, how many, you know, dials are we making every single week? How many contacts do we make from those dials? And how many appointments ultimately result from that, you know? So we're really focused on tracking the behaviors. And, you know, when you do the right behaviors every day, I mean, I'll, I say this every day in our office, and I've stolen it from you, Tim, and I'll continue to say it, but, you know, success comes from doing the things you don't want to do when you don't want to do it and doing it at a high level. And that's what we've made a commitment to on our team and really throughout our entire company this year is, is focusing on what are the behaviors that we need to have in place every single day. And, you know, my team specifically, we sit down every morning together, we make dials together, we learn from one another. And, you know, just the other morning we were making calls and one of the uh, gentlemen on my team, you know, we just, we, we, we found an opportunity to, to just shift how he, sh- you know, how he was communicating a message and it just 
you know, it, you know, we took what you know, an appointment that was not going anywhere, and within about three or four minutes, that phone call completely shifted. He ended up scheduling an appointment with him. He's meeting with him this Saturday, and so just the nuances of that, but making commitment and being accountable to ourselves for what we say we want to do, that's been probably the first thing. And uh, you know, to kind of piggyback on that, it gets back to you know, working with 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 passion for what we're doing and working with purpose every single day. You know, and and I think that you know, for us and everybody on our our team, it really goes back to knowing why are we doing this, you know, keeping that why in front of you. And for me, you know, that I, I lost that for so long. I just got enamored with, you know, okay, selling a bunch of houses, making a bunch of money, let's go buy, you know, buy some stuff. And, and I wasn't focused on why am I getting up and, I, and, and doing this every day? And, you know, why do I need to make you know, you know, why do I need to talk to five new people every single day in my business? What's that mean to me long-term, not only just short-term? And so I would say, you know, the accountability to ourselves, working with passion and purpose every day are probably the three biggest things, you know, that have really shifted our business this year. Actually, to your credit, Ryan, you said five great things, I'm not, and I wrote them down. So I'm going to read these back to the listeners, and I'm going to say it in the order in which you said it. <laughs> so you actually had a lot more there than you think. Number one, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. You know, we could talk, like, for hours about that, but that's so true, right? Doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level is definitely number one. You then start talking about the fact that you are focused on improving, and you are using scripts, and you are trying to basically be a master at your specific uh, you know the task, so you weren't winging it. So the second thing I wrote down, listeners, was he said he's really focusing on scripts and improving. The third thing, and this kind of goes back to number one, but the third thing he talked about was commitment, commitment to keeping to a schedule, commitment to doing, again, what he didn't want to do when he didn't want to do it at the highest level. He talked about goals, and listeners, we're going to talk about his goals in a second. And then the last thing he mentioned, and I really appreciated you talking about this too, um, is your are your daily minimum standards. You know, that's when you talked about making a certain number of contacts every day. That's when, you know, that really is when somebody asks and, and somebody's struggling, a coaching client, even anybody in life generally speaking, you know, and you ask them basically what is what are their daily minimum standards? Nine times out of ten they won't know what the heck you mean. They won't know what it, how to define it. They won't know how to prioritize it. They won't know how to choose it. And so really at the end of the day, your life comes down to no more than three to five daily minimum standards. And if you do those things consistently, when you don't feel like doing them, that's the highest level. I'm almost sick of hearing myself say it. It's so true. You will get consistent success. You won't have a home run that day, maybe not that week, maybe not even that month. But the accumulation effect of doing, putting in that effort at the highest level does pay off. So let's talk about what your specific daily minimum standards are. I heard you mention five contacts. What else? You know, it's it's it, it, it's making our referral calls every day. You know, and, and that's something that you know we all want referrals in our business. You know, we don't want to buy leads. You know, I, I'm not particularly a big fan of making Fisbo calls myself, but you know, we still make ourselves do those things. But you know, it's it's being in the office. You know, every single morning at eight o'clock, it's getting our day started off on the right track, working together. You know, our our, our daily affirmations are something that you know I keep in front of our team as well. As silly as that may sound to some people, it's it, it's it's being in the right mindset when you get on the phone with people and not, you know, thinking, oh, man, I've got to make these calls again. You know, nothing's good. You know, these people never answer the phone. You know, it, it's, it's getting in the right mindset to start with. Um, you know, making referral calls is part of it. You know, we still take a lot of leads. Our company, uh, um, uh, you, you know, our company provides a lot of opportunities to our agents to take leads. So we have a set standard for how many of those leads are we going to take every single day, um, you know, and then, 
you know, what else are we going to do to go out and grow our business? How many business cards are we going to hand out? How many people are we going to go out of our way to introduce ourselves to, you know, on a daily basis? And, you know, I'll, I'll share one small success story. It's actually not a small one. It's a huge one. But, uh, you know, just by making our referral calls last week, we were able to find a, a, a lady that uh, you know, um, uh, my brother went to high school with, and we were able to help them buy an $845,000 house here in Indianapolis in about a week's turnaround time just by making phone calls and asking people, you know, hey, I know you probably don't know anybody right now that's looking to buy or sell a home, but if you did, would you mind throwing, you know, throwing their name my way? And they do. I mean, people call you back because people want to help people. And, 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 and that's what's so amazing about this. When you just do those little things every single day, the, re- you know, the results really start to compound very, very quickly. And that's what we've seen this year. And, uh, you know, again, we're very thankful for that because, you know, I don't think without, without coaching and keeping that in front of me every day, I, I have a hard, hard time staying focused. And that weekly coaching call really is what I need to stay focused and stay committed to my goals they committed to why am I doing this and helping my team get to where they want to be so we can all all accomplish what we got into this business to accomplish. Um, so you said something, you've said this repeatedly, and it's really critical that our listeners drill down on this. And I'm going to preface this by saying it's one of the things that probably when listeners email me, they it's almost always negative, right? And so here it is. Uh, by the way, listeners, negative or positive, always feel free to email Julia or myself, Tim at timandjulieharris.com or julie at timandjulieharris.com. And remember, if you want a free uh, coaching call, free business consultation, just go to freecoachingcallsforagents.com. All right, so uh, you mentioned phone calls. You mentioned picking up the phone. Hold on, Ryan. I'm being facetious when I take this approach, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> you, you, we, we are, this is a social networking, tweetering, Facebooking, um, you know, we all live in the ether. No, well, who pick up the phone? You must be some kind of dinosaur. And how, what are you talking about? Da, 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 da. Right? I mean, isn't that, that's, the, our industry for some reason is developing this mindset that they can avoid actual direct communication. Did you think like that prior to coaching? Oh, absolutely. I mean, I spent, I used to spend hours trying to figure out how to craft the right email to get a certain response and, you know, what text message do I need to send out or what video text message can I send out to somebody? But at the end of the day, Tim, you know, this, you know, I, you know, I hope everybody does as well. This business still is about relationships and, you know, you can text somebody back and forth 45 times and schedule an appointment specifically through text and think that that's a win. And we've done that. But at the end of the day, you know, that agent, or I'm sorry, that client that you've been texting with, they may or may not have any more commitment to you than the other six agents that they've been talking to from going online looking at homes. And you've got to make that commitment to building a relationship. And the easiest way to do that is by picking up the darn phone and not worrying so much about what text message do I need to send out or what's the latest, greatest technology available in the marketplace. Because it's so easy to get overwhelmed with all of this new stuff that's out there and, you know, Facebook and Twitter and Instagram. And all that stuff's important, but it's designed, in my opinion, to help complement your business, not to hide behind it. Making the phone call, building a relationship with somebody, which is ultimately going to help you earn trust with them. And that trust oh, is what's going to allow that. them to I, be confident. I'm going to so, so steal that quote from you and not give you credit for it. <laughs> the, the Instagramming and the Facebooking and all the rest of it is designed to complement your business, not hide behind it. I love that, Ryan. So if any of you are writing all these quotes down, Ryan didn't say that. I did because it's too good to give credit to Ryan. It's all yours, man. You've helped me plenty enough already, so it's all yours. Well, but you, so I wrote something down while you were – I'm sorry for interrupting you, by the way. You just got me geeked up. So 
what were here? I'm asking. This is a question that I'm asking you pre-coaching, right? When you and I originally spoke. So if I were to have asked you, I may have. What, Ryan, what are the three things that you're resisting the most in your business? What would they have been? Remember, this is before coaching. What were the three things that you're resisting the most? I mean, making referral calls, just picking up the phone and calling the people that already love me, that already know me, that are ha- you know were happy with my service. I you know I don't know why I wouldn't do that consistently. Every time I would do it, you know, I, I would I would have success, but I'd do it maybe once once a month for an hour, and then I'd be oh you know that's that's not so fun. that's number that's one. Yeah, and uh, right. you know, I mean, calling but, DOI. again, I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Calling, you, remember three things. So three things that you yeah. were resisting before coaching: calling centers of influence and past clients was number one. Number two would daily be daily minimum standards, easily daily okay. minimum standards. And you know, you know, we took you know, you know, the form that 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 you and Julie provide. We took that, we modified it a little bit, just based on you know, kind of what our business model looks like. But that's a big, big part of it as well. You know, how many phone calls are we making each day? And by phone calls, not you know, calling an inspection company or calling you know somebody back about a inspection problem or a, you know an appraisal. It's how many outbound calls am I making? How many prospecting calls are we making on a daily basis? And you know, so the daily minimum standards has, you know, it was something I just, you know, again, everybody knows that they should do that, but until you look at doing it every single day, you don't realize, man, 80% of the work, 90% of the work I'm doing in this business is not making me any money. And so really focusing on what are those daily standards, what are the very few things we need to do every single day that are going to help us make money in this business. And making a commitment to doing those was, I don't know why it was so hard to do that before. Um, you know, for me, I, I guess maybe it was just my personality and I like to wing it and think that I'm doing something special, but at the end of the day, it's not. You know, the recipe for success in this business is you, you don't have to look very hard to find it. You just have to make that commitment to doing the little things on a daily basis. So, and guys, and honestly, I can't even remember. Oh, good. The third thing, the third, well, so, but, Let's make sure that we have to make it practical. That's the thing with this radio show. So don't forget, listeners, he, it, you're hearing him talk about, and if you're listening, you're hearing him say continuously, it's about doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. And his day is broken down to three to five things that he's going to do every single day, no matter what the weather is. And remember, he's in Indianapolis, so it's not very nice half the year. You know, no matter how he's feeling, no matter if he stubbed his toe, no matter if his dog you know, peed on his shoes. It doesn't matter. He's going to do what he doesn't what he doesn't want to do when he doesn't want to do it at the highest level. Versus the old pre Ryan would have only done certain things, like he said, calling his centers of influence and past clients for maybe an hour a month when he got around to it, when he felt like it, when all the stars aligned. And that's not how to run a business. And so, if if you if I had to pull out of you a third thing that you were absolutely positively avoiding doing in your business. Uh, prior to coaching, what would it have been? The first one was actually picking up the phone, calling your centers of influence and past clients. The second was keeping to a schedule and minimum standards. And if you had to think of a third one, what would it be? And I'll tell you what, this is going to sound way out in left field, but you you did a radio show on this months ago, and I think you replayed it again recently, but making a commitment to taking care of yourself. And, you know, I, I, I never, you know, I had worked out years and years ago and sort of ate kind of healthy-ish, but never really did. But, you know, making that commitment to taking care of myself and, you know, investing time, you know, I, I never, I always knew I should read books. I should do the little things like that to continue to develop and grow myself. And sporadically, I've done it throughout my career, but, you know, really in the last 90 days specifically, I mean, I make a commitment to investing in myself every single day, and that's 30 minutes a day of, you know, reading affirmations, you know, what can I do to grow myself on a daily basis? 
and you know working out again eating healthy and it's just amazing you know the amount of energy that you can have when you take care of yourself and and I don't know why I resisted that for so long I've you know you know sporadically took care of myself but then didn't and uh that's that's one of the, the other things that's really shifted and I again I took that away from your podcast uh, you know 3 6 months ago and and it's just it's again given me a whole new level of energy to you know I, I still probably work 80 hours a week but I enjoy it now and I've got the energy to do it now and uh you know so I'd say is you know it's that that's not really a nugget of gold it's not a magic bullet but it's been one that's absolutely helped me stay focused and stay on track this year so thank you for that and so here's the interesting thing listeners the very things if you guys are listening so far that's been basically two segments so far to our radio show the very things that he was resisting doing prior to coaching are the very same things that he's telling you is making the biggest difference in his business. And he also, and a lot of you guys know this too, we have probably the smartest real estate people as our listeners. Otherwise, they wouldn't listen to us every day. You know, otherwise, they wouldn't be willing to be challenged by us every day. Uh, the very things that you're resisting the most as a rule are the very things that you need to be doing. And whether it's your physical fitness, whether it's your mental fitness, you heard Ryan talk about reading books, whether it's, you know, it's picking up the phone, it's learning scripts, it's having accountability. It's basically, again, guys, going back to that mindset that, you know, continuous success uh, is possible. You don't just have to have, you know, good months, bad months, good, good years, bad years. You can have ever-increasing success as long as you're willing to put in a consistent amount of work. Again, going back to the doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. That, by the way, is something you will never read on an office motivational poster. You'll never hear that from any of our competitors. You'll never hear that from really anywhere in popular culture because everybody, guys, and this is too strong of a word, but I'm making a point because those of you, you know, probably only 10% of you are really listening. The rest of you are just sort of passively listening. So here's my too strong of a word. Societally, uh, you're being lied to. You just are. You're being told that there's a way to shortcut. There's a way to game not just life but success in general. You're told that you don't have to leave it all in the field every day. You're told that you can basically, you know, work four hours in a week and somehow miraculously have success. You're told that you can somehow miraculously build this team and all the money will come flowing to you or you can do all this that other thing. It's all a lie. It just is. It's an elegant lie because built into it are some truths, but the essence of it is, is, as Ryan said earlier, none of these things really work unless you're willing to actually learn and master the necessary skills. There was a great quote I heard yesterday from Robert Kiyosaki, actually, and he was talking about you know, when business owners come to him asking what he should do, and they're always, most business owners will come thinking it's about the product. And he said, if you cannot learn to sell, if you cannot really learn to sell at a high level, it doesn't matter how good your product are, you're never going to make any money and you'll go bankrupt for sure. And that's really what the essence of what we do at our coaching organization. We teach you how to think like a business owner. We teach you how to truly sell. Now let's go back. You were talking about goals a second ago. You said your why. I'm not a big personal fan of the whole why conversation, but that's okay. So what is it that is motivating you? Why is it that you're getting off your butt now where maybe you've only been working for a long time at maybe 50% capacity? What's changed? You know, it's 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 getting back to what I want, and you know, I, as as I mean, you mentioned in the in the intro there. I mean, I I grew up. I you know, when I was you know in high school, my goal is I wanted to be a race car driver. I mean, that was my entire goal. And uh, you know, I'm a little old to probably do that professionally at this point, but I'm not too old to 
get back to doing it again. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a very expensive thing to, you know, be involved with. And most of the things I enjoy doing, they're, you know, they're, they just cost a lot of money. It's just the, you know, fact of the matter. And, uh, you know, that's why I've got lofty goals now. And, and, and I know why I'm doing it every day. You know, I was able to, you know, just within 60 days, I was able to buy a motorcycle that was on my dream board. And, you know, I, I it's been on there for a year and a half and, uh, you know, and, and it, and it, and it came to me just because the opportunities presented themselves. And, you know, I was aware of the opportunities at hand because I was in the right mindset to make it happen. And so for me, it's, you know, I, you know, I want to get back to racing and, uh, you know, ultimately one day I'd like to move back to the West coast and uh, spend some time out there. I love being on the beach and there's not too many of those here around the Indianapolis area. So, you know, and, you know, so for me, it's, it, it, it's just, it's, it's keeping that in front of me on a daily basis. And, and again, it's just, it's absolutely changed my perspective as the, you know, it's at six, six o'clock in the morning, I'm out the door, I'm running, I'm doing what I need to do instead of staying in bed, uh, you know, hitting the snooze one, two more, three more times, and then, you know, running out the door last minute trying to get to an appointment on time. And uh, it's just, it, it's just amazing at how quickly things can change in your business and change in your life when you get focused on why you're doing this and then doing it with passion and purpose on a daily basis. Well, so let's talk about your, let, let's do a little bit of, uh, you know, public goal setting. Is that cool? Absolutely. <laughs> now, remember, you have 100,000 people now that are going to hear you stating your goals and going to help you hold yourself accountable to what you're stating. And I know your coach is listening as well. So your, uh, you said you want to get back to racing. So a goal is a dream with an action plan, listeners, and Ryan knows this. A goal is a dream with an action plan. So just saying you want to do something is just a dream. It has no value. Not really. It just, it's just mental gas. So if you're going to accomplish a specific goal, be it losing weight, be it saving a certain amount of money, paying off a certain debt, getting back to racing, whatever, you have to have a specific date. Okay, so I'm going to – so answer the question. What kind of racing are you going to get back into? Is that your primary focus right now, having the fun, fundage to do that? Okay, cool. What it kind is, of racing yes, do you sir. want to get into? Um, ultimately, midgets and sprint cars again. That's uh, that's where I last left off, but I'll do a smaller version of that. It's called a micro sprint or mini sprint. And uh, so my goal is July 1st of this year, I'll I'll have one. I'll be ready to go. Sweet. So what is the turn? So July 1st, write that down. It's the date. And I'm doing this exercise out loud so listeners can learn too, okay? So July 1st, and how much will a set – that's like one step up from basically shifter carts or maybe two steps up. Yeah, yep. So what's, yep. what's, what is the um, – uh, how much will that cost if you buy it like a About turnkey 35, rig? 35000 Okay, 35000 right? Okay, so do you have the 35000 now? I, I do have, but uh, that's uh, that's that's money for investments, and continuing to invest in my team right now. So it's uh, yeah, I've, I've got I've got most of it, but uh, that's that's okay. my goal there is by July first. So you need you need you need to come up with roughly thirty five thousand before July first, and in your marketplace, yep. your average commission is probably what about seven grand? Uh, yeah, a little bit less than that, around sixty two hundred in that range. Okay, so you need to do approximately with taxes and brokers and all the rest of the fees and whatever, whatever. You need to do approximately how many transactions? Six, seven? Yeah, about yeah, a little bit more just uh, based on how our team is structured. But uh, you know, right around about ten, you know, ten ten additional transactions, you know, above and beyond what our goals are. There you go, above and beyond what your stated goals were. And yeah, there's no doubt you'll accomplish it. And it is cool because when you're on those listing appointments. 
uh, or you're making those phone calls, whereas maybe you set an appointment to pre-qualified seller, and maybe before you would have just gone and grabbed a cup of coffee and been done with it, now you're remembering what the goal is, and you'll go back to actually picking up the phone and doing the heavy lifting, doing a little bit better pre-qualifying, doing a little bit better closing when you're with that, listing, with that seller, following the listing presentation a little bit closer, doing the Sharpie close, using the pre-listing pack, going through the system the way it's supposed to be going through when he has something. And I like the fact that it's not a long-term goal, too, by the way, because that will motivate you for sure at a high level. Absolutely. And, you know, just seeing this within our office as well, you know, we've got so many new, I mean, brand new agents to the business within our office now. And, you know, they're, they're starting to see the same success as well. I mean, we've got three new agents in our office that have been here less than, I mean, heck, six weeks almost that already have three and four and six transactions already just diving into what we're doing and, you know, really starting to work within that same mindset and embracing that as well, just getting into daily action and doing it. And that's, that's one of the biggest things. It's just it, it, it's fun to work with people. You know, one of my best friends says all the time, you know, there's nothing better than making money with your friends. And you know, we we've got such a an amazing culture of of agents and and, and people here within our Indianapolis Indianapolis office, um, especially. And you know, it's it's so. It, I mean, it just it, it's inspiring and up, uplifting to see agents, you know, step in that are brand new to the business. You know, we've got a gentleman in in our office that's that's been here six weeks now and has four transactions already, and he's just right out of college. And you know, to be working with people like that on a daily basis it's it's so motivating and you know it's just another reason to get up and get going on a daily basis and uh you know it's just fun it's fun to be around people that are committed to doing the same thing and it you know you know on days that you know we don't all have perfect days every day there's days that you're going to get kicked in the teeth and a transaction is going to fall through at the last minute but you know what when you're around great people like that as well it just helps helps you stay uplifted helps you stay motivated and you know get back up the next morning and do it again and uh, yeah life's fun right now man High Garden is probably one of the most entrepreneurial, innovative brokerages, independent brokerages in the nation right now. You know, we talked with Steve on the radio, one of the owners, uh, a couple weeks ago. And, yeah, man, you guys have it going on for sure. And if you guys are in the Indianapolis market, for sure, you want to look into High Garden and see if they're, they're a good fit for you. So one last question. This is another question that I know will resonate with our listeners at a very high level. A lot of agents – believe is they've come into this business believing they had to buy buyer leads. And I know High, High Garden does a lot of uh, buyer lead providing for agents. I, you know, I realize that's a, uh, you know, a major USP for the brokerage. But for you to switch from where you are, uh, where you were to where you wanted to be, you had to actually fully embrace, maybe before it wasn't a full embrace, it was a partial, it was a, it was a firm handshake with the idea of being a listing agent. And, and you really had to pivot and focus on primarily being a listing agent. Were, why would, were you resisting that concept? Were you resisting focusing on being a listing agent prior to coaching? And, and what caused you to change? Yeah, without a doubt, you know, and, and I think probably the biggest reason I was resisting is just because I wasn't aware of how to do it and how to do it well. And, you know, I mean, just, you know, just working with my coach, I mean, you know, you know all the things you mentioned, the Sharpie clothes, I mean, that was such a huge, huge eye-opening re- eye-opening revelation for me just to focus on, you know, what do we need to accomplish while we're here today versus, you know, you know, traditionally I would go through my whole listing presentation and, you know, it's, you know, that none of that stuff matters if you don't know why this person's moving to begin with and ultimately what they want to accomplish on the appointment, you know, the scripting on the initial phone call, qualifying that person. And, you know, we've been real fortunate. A lot of our listing business has come from, you know, referrals from past clients and friends and, and, and it's making those, those phone calls and we've identified who is our ideal client. And we really have shifted a lot of our focus and our phone calls 
to going after that ideal client. So we're not working necessarily, and we're glad to help everybody, but, uh, but you know, we're trying to focus on, you know, people that are selling maybe their first or second home and they're transitioning up into their third or fourth home. And, and you know, just being very acutely aware on where do we want to grow our business so we're not just running so scattered throughout. Um, but, yeah, listings have absolutely become one of my – one of I'm actually, no doubt, they are my favorite thing. And, you know, we're fortunate here in the Indianapolis market as well. It's, it, it's a very hot market right now, and it's not uncommon that homes will have multiple offers on them within days or, you know, heck, even hours in some cases. And so now it's become a whole new game of how do we leverage that listing? How do we take that listing, and within a couple hours, how do we make darn sure that we can still generate one or two or three buyer opportunities from that listing when we know it's going to sell quickly? And that's, you know, that, that, that's a whole new segment that we've been working on the last few weeks that are, you know, I'd say two, three months actually. That's, that's also changed, and uh, and so it, it, it's fun. And when you look at the business from you know you know with open eyes, all these new opportunities really begin to present themselves, and uh, that's what's made this year so much fun. Well, you know, it's interesting what you said. It's a, I, I was uh, hearing Julie actually speaking in the back of my head, and she always she came up with this, and it's brilliant. You know, working with buyers is physical labor; working with uh, sellers is mental labor. You know, you actually put in way less time when you're focused primarily every day. <laughs> on your listing into the business. And it's a skills-based thing, though. You have to learn a specific process. You have to, but at the end of the day, guys, you're saying really the same thing over and over and over again, and the sellers will only, you know, it's so funny, but it's true. The sellers almost always say the same things back to you in the same exact order, you know, contact after contact after contact. Once you're willing to master that process, the, pro- the work itself of, you know, what we focus all of our top coaching clients on is setting an appointment a day, set one, set one pre-qualified listing appointment a day, and take one listing a day. That's kind of what the goal is. Now, it, depending on what their goals are, obviously some of them don't need to sell that many or want to sell that many, but that mindset is something that's pretty, pretty powerful. And, yeah, when you really break it down, it's not that much real work. It just isn't. And it, you compare it to working with buyers – you have to you're you're like a vampire basically when you're working with buyers. You're working when they don't work. So that means you have to give up your nights and your weekends. That means you don't have time. People who complain about balance, those are the buyers agents. So the agents that basically haven't fully embraced being listing agents. And for some reason there's a sickness in our industry right now that people actually believe that they have to buy buyer leads to be successful. And the truth is is if you have one listing, listen to what Ryan just said. You have one listing, you have to beat the buyers off with a stick. I mean, Ryan, you take one listing uh, in your market for, say, 250 How many buyer calls and emails are you going to get within the first week? Oh, easily. I, I mean, heck, you know, just within hours at this point, you know, knowing how to, you know, leverage that listing and using the uh, 1-800-SIGNS on there, I mean, you're going to get leads almost immediately. And you'll get some of those leads through, you know, the websites like Zillow and Trulia. But, I mean, the, you know, the amount of sign traffic that comes through, the open house, you know, leveraging an open house, I mean, yeah, you're absolutely right, Tim. They come in droves at this point, and then it becomes, okay, now how do I capture this buyer that's probably already talked to six other real estate agents? And so that that means you've got to enhance your skill set. You've got to know what to say when you're doing an open house. You've got to know what to say when the sign call comes in. And that's all very, very easy to do once you just sit down and practice doing it on a daily basis. And you practice those scripts, you practice those dialogues. That way when a sign call comes in, you know exactly where you need to take that conversation in order to, order to generate another opportunity for yourself or for your team. And, uh, yeah. you know, those are the things, I, I don't think we've got it all figured out yet, but, you know, those are the things that we're committed to learning and doing better on a daily basis. 
And remember, I mean, coaching clients in particular, make sure you guys are using the buyer script as we've written it because the third or I think fourth question where, you know, you're getting the establishing base rapport, your name, their name, all that sort of thing. And then you ask them, hey, Mr. You know, Mr. Buyer, by the way, which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? You know, a lot of you guys have been trained incorrectly to not get to whether the person has a house to sell until you're halfway done, you know, after you've given them the information about the house. After you've, They don't need you after that. They're going to bounce. You have to assume, depending on the price range of the listing that you have, that essentially 90% of the buyers you're talking to, again, depending on the price range, have a house to sell. So why not just ask them? And we know statistically, you guys all know this, if you've ever listed a house, you know that the first, you know, dozen, two dozen calls you're going to get are going to be from neighbors or are they going to be from their, you know, that's, it's going to be a local type call where there's people checking prices or it's going to be the neighbor who has their house for sale up the way who it hasn't sold yet. So it's a future expired. It's going to be someone who is considering for sale by entering. So those initial calls are gold. You've got to ask the question, by the way, Mr. S- Mr. Buyer, you know, which house in the neighborhood are you thinking about selling? And when you ask that right at the top of the script, when coaching clients, you follow the script that we have provided for you, you will find the, the uh, <laughs> it's actually, it's almost funny because you'll hear the person on the other end of the phone uh, being surprised that you asked the question. You'll hear them pause because they don't have a response because they know that from all their other contacts with other agents, that they can kind of play the agent, get what they want, then get off the phone. And here you are using this script, and you've asked this question in a time they weren't expecting it, and here's what you'll hear. Well, we live two streets over, and we were actually thinking about putting our house for sale. You know? you'll, you'll hear them go through their minds and try to think of an answer so they don't have to respond, but what they're actually doing subconsciously is they're thinking, this person must know that I have a house I'm thinking about selling, so I'm just going to tell them the truth. And then you've generated a listing lead. So that's the reason, ultimately, guys, those of you who are addicted to, uh, and it really is an, it, it is an addiction. We, Julie and I need to come up with a 12-step program for buying buyer leads. You're addicted to it. You're, you're, you've absolutely, many of you, hundreds, millions of you, well, there's only 1.8 million agents, so let's stick with hundreds of thousands of you, have only known to buy buyer leads because that's basically Zillow and Trulia and Realtor.com. That's what they do. They sell buyer leads. If you want buyer leads for free, Take a listing. Take five listings. Oh, there's no listings in my marketplace. Ryan's in a super hot seller's market. You heard him talk about it. But I bet if we got into his MLS, I bet if we used a killer source like MojoSells.com, we would find tons of expireds, tons of for sale by owners in his marketplace. Because, guys, that's just it's normal. Even in a hot seller's market, you're going to have a lot of uh, houses that don't sell. So, Ryan, how excited are you right now? about 2016, 2017, 2018, 2019. How, ex- how excited are you about your future? I'm enjoying the business again, Tim. I mean, it's, you know, I, I, I almost burnt myself out of this business, you know, very, very recently. And, and I'm just, you know, with, with, with the momentum that's in the marketplace today, I mean, money's still cheap, so it's a great time to buy. You know, in our market, at least, it's a great time to sell because, I mean, there's just such a lack of inventory. We started to shift a lot of our focus back to new construction and embracing that, that as well right now and just opening your eyes up to what is all available in this marketplace. I mean, real estate, it, it is such an amazing field to work in. I mean, it's, it's, it's a business where you get out of it 
exactly what you put into it. And if you're willing to invest the time in developing your skill set and knowing how to run this thing like a business, you, I mean, you can go from nothing to a lot in a very, very short period of time. And that's, I, I can't think of one other industry where you can come in and, you know, start making six figures within two years or heck even a year in some cases just by implementing a plan and working a plan and, you know, couple that with a hot real estate market right now, it just makes it even easier to do that. And, uh, you know, but the biggest thing is, and you hit on this earlier, there's not a magic bullet. You have to put the time in, you have to do the things that you don't want to do on a daily basis and you have to do them really, really well. And when you do that, you make that commitment to yourself, you're going to get extraordinary results right now because, you know, so many agents, as you said, Tim, they're looking for that magic bullet. They're trying to, you know, push the easy button and just, you know, solve all their problems. But if, you know, and quite frankly, it's not that it's that hard. It's just doing those little things every single day and making a commitment to doing them every day, every week, the results just start to come in and come in and come in. And that's why I'm so excited about it is because it's just becoming crystal clear to me that all I have to do is do my job and do the, you know, five things that I need to do on a daily basis and do them really well, and the results just take care of themselves. I mean, we don't even talk about, you know, number of sales in our meeting. We talk about how many calls did we make. We talk about how many contacts did we have and how many appointments did we schedule this week. When you do those things, the sales just take care of themselves. Yeah, man, rock star status. And listen, Ryan, sincerely, I appreciate the honor of uh, you choosing us to help you uh, along this journey. It's truly an honor to coach all of our clients, but, you know, when I when I hear back from folks like you that are, uh, you know, the timing obviously was perfect, right? I mean, you were, there's an old Chinese proverb that says when a teacher, when a lesson is to be learned, a teacher will arise. Well, clearly you were ready for the lesson. But hats off to you, dude, for fully applying it and, and making this massive financial pivot and lifestyle pivot for yourself because the trajectory that you're going to be on now for the rest of your life, really, provided you stick to these, these core you know, principles, these sort of like practical core principles of success. Ooh, that's a good name for a book. I need to write that down. <laughs> so provided I actually stole that from you. I already wrote it down. So. Oh, okay, good. Well, <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> so, so provided you stick to those things, there's no limits to what you'll accomplish in life. And there truly isn't. I mean, that's what's cool about – you said this. This is so true, dude, that uh, you know, real estate isn't that hard. This isn't that hard. you kidding me? I mean, you don't have to have a college degree. You know, you're saying the same thing over and over again. If anything, it's just a mental game because it gets sometimes so boring. I mean, you know, doing, building your real estate practice, guys, it, building any business, really, at the end of the day, it's not about excitement. It's about doing, you know, here it is again, doing what you don't want to do when you don't want to do it at the highest level. If you're willing to do that, uh, you will be successful. You'll, Elon Musk, great quote, you know, Elon, what makes you so successful? And gosh, is that guy incredible the very definition of a polymath. And he said, well, it's very simple. If you want to be successful and you know, you know, basically there's, you know, 24 hours in a day, you know, there's five working days, if you want to call it that. If that's, if your competitor is only going to work 40 hours a day and call it a day and you work 80, I'm sorry, 40 a week and you work 80 a week, well, you're going to progress 50% faster than him. Very practical, logical, can't really argue with the type of advice. Listen, listeners, embrace this market for, for all, all it's worth. Make this your market. If you've ever wondered what it's like to have a, it sounds tacky but true, a winning lottery ticket, you really, really do have it, provided you're willing to scratch it off and see if you actually won. You know, take that tiny little bit of action. Simple thing for you guys to do now is request a free coaching call at freecoachingcallsforagents.com, freecoachingcallsforagents.com. Ryan, man, I really appreciate your time today. You are a rock star, and, uh, again, thank you for the honor of being your coach. 
And we appreciate everything that you've done for us, and uh, especially throughout our company. We've got a lot of our agents and uh, market leaders that are taking advantage of it. And, uh, I mean, it's it's absolutely revolutionized our business. And, uh, you know, from myself uh, personally, thank you, Tim. I mean, it's been a, it's been a great uh, experience up to this point and definitely looking forward to what the journey ahead has to offer because it's, um, it's fun. It's just uh, it's nice to be having fun doing this again. Make sure you post your pictures of your uh, quarter midget on the private Facebook page for our coaching clients. I'm going to have to do that. You put me on it, so I actually kind of like that. That's uh, done and <laughs> I'll, done. I'll, I'll tell you what. I'll, I'll, I'll be a, a very, very, very small-time sponsor for your race car as long as you put our sticker on it. Cool? Done deal. How about that? About thirty-five grand <laughs> worth, about right? No. How about $35 <laughs> worth? <laughs> very, very small sticker. <laughs> Oh, good stuff. Good stuff. All right, listeners. Have a fantastic day, everyone. We'll talk with you on the radio tomorrow. Thanks. This program has been a presentation by Tim and Julie Harris, Real Estate Coaching. For more information on our real estate coaching and training programs, visit our website at timandjulieharris.com. Remember to tune in weekdays at noon for upcoming shows. And until next time... Thank you for listening to Real Estate Coaching Radio with Tim and Julie Harris. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.